Hello and welcome back to the On The Burst podcast. I'm your coach, Brandon Savage, and I'm joined here by my assistant coach, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? Good, brother. What's going on? Playing, watching some footy on the weekend? Footy's back. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It's good, it's good. Um, pretty pumped for it to actually start to mean something, you know? Obviously, the World Cup challenge doesn't mean anything, so normal footy resumes uh, this week. I mean, compared to the trial footy, the World Club Challenge was a step above that, and I really, I actually really enjoyed it. We'll touch on that, I guess, straight away. The World Club Challenge, what was your take on it? I thought Penrith played really well, but it's unfortunate the referees got in the way, but you never want to use that as an excuse. Yeah, that referee reminded me of, um, I think his name's David Williams from Little Britain. I don't know if people at home... It just looked like it was um, him playing one of his characters. But anyways, play on. Um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the, the refereeing. Um, I thought Penrith could have done a little bit more and taken their chances a little bit better. Obviously, there was a few uh, poor decisions that allowed the uh, Wigan side to get some points on the board. A few times weren't uh, legit, but that's cool. Uh, it is what it is. Look, we lost last year and, you know, no one really cares too much. As long as we we have a good season, um, that's all that matters. Yeah, the thing is, it's the one thing Penrith haven't won. Uh, I mean, a lot of people argue, oh, they haven't done four in a row. I've heard a bit of chat like that going around <laughs> saying like, oh, they won't be considered a great, great team until they go four. Well, you're saying that when they'll two going into three and then yeah. they did three. So I think the, expe- hate. the expectation they set for us is ridiculous. So uh, with Penrith... Yeah, I don't really care that they lost. I think they would have li- liked to win it, but at the same time, that they haven't played much footy. I in say the I don't care, but like when I was watching, I, I slept in. I couldn't get up in time, but when I watched it, I was like, didn't want to have any. Yeah, check my phone. It's watching. I was pretty upset when it. By yeah, the, the hooter it, went. It didn't feel right, that especially because I thought that Taylor May one was such a try too, and it was such a way to finish right on the hooter. I'll tell you what sucks about it. Like, all these reject NRL players, Jai Field, uh, what, what's the name, Ro- Ryan Wordle or whatever. Bevan uh, French. Bevan French. Abbas Field Misky. was great, yeah. Well, he, Abbas Misky, I always think of him as just... Um, Mansour. Mansour, yeah, <laughs> every time they play. I remember I made a, um, before Supercoach Experience was like anything really, I made a meme when they when they got a photo together, uh, Josh Mansour in the Australian jersey and Abbas Misky in the Lebanon jersey, and... The meme was uh, a caption next to Josh Mansour saying Josh Mansource and caption next to Abbas Misky saying Josh, Josh Garlic Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it got a, like, I think NRL Roast reposted it or some yeah. shit. So I was, re- I was really happy with that. And that always comes up on my Facebook memories. But, uh, Week of trials happened and a lot of injuries occurred. Tom Gilbert is out for the season with an ACL injury. Unlucky for the Dolphins fans, uh, but also Cohen Hess is out for the season with an injury as well. Um, it's such a shame that the trials bring such... Mm, it's a tough game, rugby league. Just, you know, it's part of it sucks, you know. It's funny. All these trials, uh, they, they bring in so much viewership, extra viewership in the preseason, but realistically... Does the NRL really need to profit off it? Because the game is so profitable throughout the year that maybe there's too much pressure on these trials being... I think the clubs kind of want to have a run, though. They do, for sure. Do you, do you think the TV deal, though, kind of pressures them 
to go harder or to whatever. I don't think they do no? because a lot of them rest their team. A lot of them aren't trying to compete for that hundred grand. You know what I mean? I think it, it's unlucky, but you can get injured at training. You know, athlete, just athletics. You know what I actually think? So I know I'm saying like, oh, should, should the NRL pull back on like trying to promote it? If they actually want to promote the preseason challenge and want teams to care about the result, maybe the winner of the preseason challenge, instead of paying them 100K, which does nothing for no one, give them one competition point, which will come in handy. It doesn't give them a massive advantage, but it just it gives them that little leg up Late on in the season. Yeah, I think then you'd need to do an, enough research into it to make sure that it ticked enough boxes to not... Not screw anyone yeah, up. Yeah, and be weird. But, I mean, the first idea raised my eyebrow. I didn't yeah, I know. It. Yeah. Well, when I thought of it, I was like, oh, maybe this is an idea. Anyway, today, moving on to today's show. Today's show is our prediction show. So we're going to go through all our predictions through the year, our ladder, top try scorers, top point scorers, grand finalists, grand final winners... Dahlia Medal, Clive Churchill Medal, Origin Bolters, and a few more things here and there that I haven't told Timmy about. Uh, but oh, first, in about 20 minutes, we've got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know, we've got a lot. So with uh, our ladder, I've put together our ladder, and my God. Uh, it was fucking hard work. It was so hard. It was stressful, and I still don't think I've got anywhere. I just want a disclaimer. I do not expect this ladder to pan out the way it's panned out because teams always come out and surprise Oh, there's always injuries is the biggest thing. Injuries, but one yeah. club loses, like a Tommy Turbo is out for half the season. If you think they're, they're going to be up, at, they'd usually drop down. You know, yeah. it's, there's a lot to ta- factor in. but So yeah. all our odds that I'm putting here for the markets are courtesy of Picklebat. Make sure to use the code TURBO when you're signing up. Know what you're really gambling with for free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. How do you want to do this? Um, do you want to go up, bottom up? All right. Uh, okay, so... Do you want to go one for all? Yeah, one for one, one for one. Okay, yeah. At 17, I've got the West Tigers, unfortunately. Um, it's just a, more of a case that... I can't put them above anyone else. Uh, they're at a dollar two to miss the eight, and three dollars fifteen to get the spoon. Who have you got at seventeen? Yeah, I've got the West Tigers. I, I really wanted to find someone else there because I didn't feel like it was right for him to be down there again. They're trying yep. to develop. They've got Benji Marshall there. There seems like there's enough things going on to change. I think it's still another development year for him. It's still a, definitely a rebuild, isn't it? Yeah. Um, bit of a trial run for Benji this year before he gets a couple extra stars over. Um, yeah, I just think the halves can like really concern me. Buller's, yep. you know, their attack weapon and he's only, you know, half a year into his career. So, unfortunately, the Tigers. 16th, I've got St. George at a dollar two to miss the eight. I've gone with the Raiders here, um, and, and I'm I'm really uncomfortable with this one just because I, you know, the Raiders made the eight last year. I realise they've lost White, and um, I just the, I just feel concerned about the youth there. I I feel like if this strange guy can really come onto the scene, that might bump him up a bit. But yeah, I've got a, a bit worried for him this year. Their forwards are okay, but that back line's a bit concerning. I'll talk about what I think of them when they come up. But 15th, I've got the Dogs, who are at six to miss the eight. So I've got the Dragons there, and um, I was impressed with their trial 
I thought they looked a little bit rejuvenated there, yep. but um, I me putting the Dragons at sixteenth, I'm high on the Dragons this year, but I just couldn't put them above anyone else. I think this is a case of St George are not going to finish sixteenth. There's going to be just circumstantially. They're going to win more games than another team. So, um, yeah, I thought I just with new can't... coach Flanos, maybe there might be a bit there, a bit of. And the reason I put at the end of the day St George above Canberra Raiders is just the Ben Hunt factor. Yep. I just thought, yeah, elite, elite halfbacks are what we get them a bit more, couple yep. of wins along the way. I think. So was that number your fourteen? Uh, yeah. Number fourteen. I've got Canberra at a dollar five, and I just think they're going to finish on the ladder above these other sides just because their forward pack their forward pack is so elite they've got so much depth if they can get the best out of these outside backs these youngsters and just at least defend their dick off uh, they could shock people Uh, I think clearly it's a rebuild year but something tells me Ricky just doesn't want a a bar of rebuild Mm. especially with that forward pack like you would have thought yeah, well, I don't know what they're going to do with that forward pack. The forward pack is so so much older than their backs. It doesn't line up for them to be real rebuilding with all these forwards. So I think they're going to win more games than we expect. But, yeah, the inexperience is going to be the, their undoing. So we've got the same teams in the bottom four. We've just got them in different yep. orders. So I've got the Bulldogs at 14th. Yep. I think they've got enough good uh, utility players that when things go wrong, they, they can just plug things around. And I think they could actually surprise and pick up a few more wins along the way and possibly do better than 14th. Um, but, yeah, just I, th- I, I there's a couple other sides I'm a bit more fancy on. That's why I haven't been able to get them above 14. For sure. On to 13th, I've got the Dolphins, who are at six to miss the eight. Once again, I actually thought that they were on a rise this year, but I think every team is due to have a better year this year. And you just you potentially they're, – they're not making the eight because they're spine. They've got Jeremy Marshall King and the Hammer who are great, but Hammer will be out for origin and their halves just don't cut it for me. Yeah, the halves – I mean, Sean O'Sullivan is handy enough. Katoa, I haven't seen enough from him yet. There's big, there was big raps on him. I'd like him to have a good year and, um, you know, really step into himself because, you know, it sucks when you've got big raps on you and it hasn't – doesn't. Oh, you don't have one year into his career, to be fair. Um, Dolphins, for me, I was close to putting him at 13. Uh, I've gone with the Titans there. And the only reason I didn't go with the, the Titans at 13 was just the Wayne Bennett factor. I did think there was a little bit of improvement from the Finns with, um, obviously, Herbie going there as well and, and Fuegla. Um, but my 13th side is the Gold Coast Titans. Um, it's a weird one. I, I thought I thought they might have a better year, but then when I just go across it, the other teams all above just absolutely yep. stand out for me. So it's just hard for even though I think they're going to get better, they might find a few more wins on the way. But At yeah. 12th, I've got very regretfully, I've got Manly. And I think I really think they can land top four, but I also think their outside backs lack a little bit. Their forward pack isn't quite elite, so a couple of injuries could really rattle them. I'd love nothing more than I think Manly could at their best if they keep their roster. They're top four. They're top four on their day. 
I've just it's just a case of these other sides just they're hotter, if that makes sense. Yep, they're a fair bit up the list for me, but um my twelfth I've just gone on a fair bit about was the Finns. So yep, Wayne Bennett fact. I think they've got a good enough defence and good enough structure to not be wiped down the bottom. Yep. But maybe not enough pizzazz to yeah, pump them up and against some of these good sides. At eleventh, I've got the Knights at a dollar fifteen to miss the eight. Um, obviously, missing the eight, you get very bad odds for. But I just think with Kalen Ponga playing Origin potentially this year, uh, one head knock and he's gone for a couple of weeks. That just that just puts a line through them straight away. I think they're really relying on Kalen Ponga to have a big year and. Yeah, they could land top four if, if he does it. But, yeah, they're just 11th for me because I feel like they can still lose games when Ponga doesn't quite have his best one. Although I think his mind has shifted and he looks like he's just going to try his heart out every week. Um, I just don't know if it's going to be enough for a 27-round season. My 11th is the Parramatta Eels. Um, weird one. I sort of feel like it's... They were out of the eight last year, which surprised me. Uh, But then when I look at the sides above them this year, I still think it's probably going to be hard for them to make the eight. The thing I'm struggling with, though, is you've got Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, who are both really getting on in their careers and very, very good footy players, having good halves like that. Also having Gutho there, who's handy enough. They've got a pretty good spine there in those players. So I think they could do better than 11th, but I just feel like they lack... I don't know what it is, like... The vibe. <laughs> There's just not enough vibe at the club, and I think, yeah, I don't know. This I don't know if it's the they just don't seem to be a team that's happy. If that's if you get no, where I'm they're, feeling, they're happy, and um, I completely disagree that I think they're going to be eleventh. A tenth, I've got Cowboys. Um, they're another one who, like these three teams that I've just put in these positions, they're. Hard to leave out the eight. So hard to leave out the eight. And I've I've said all the time, I think they're going to make the eight. Actually, I'm going to swap the Cowboys. No, I'm going to leave the Cowboys. Cowboys at 10th at $1.28. So my 10th is Newcastle Knights. Also have them missing. Um, yep. Yep. So I just think that with Cale and Ponga, like the fact that they don't have – like last year, they had the fact of bringing him on and and wowing it. Then at the with not having like that Miller there, I just think he's yeah. gone. They're they're very plain footy side. You looked a lot into injuries and backup, didn't you? So we yeah. took that into factor. So I think that's why I've got the Knights as well. Although with Ponga, I'm I'm not as skeptical on injuries as I was last year with him because I think he's fit as fuck. Ninth, I've got the Broncos at two dollars two. I just think with Capewell gone, with Flegler gone, Herbie gone, I just think these other teams are they going to make the eight. I wouldn't mind that, like just as a Panther supporter, because like I'm threatened by them, to yep. be fair. Um, I've got Broncos at two, um, which we'll get to. But um, also, I just think that if the Broncos miss, it'd be fun just for Penrith to have done that to like the Bunnies made them miss the eight. And then the the you know like they all these clubs that were made the finals then yep. struggle to make the eight. It's like we ruin them. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think they'll do better than that. But I don't. I, I don't mind. Who have you got at ninth? Uh, North Queensland Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, I just think they're they're exciting. 
but I think they've got an, enough losses in them as well. And yep. they, they are very origin. They're a very origin dominant side. They'll miss a few players at that period as well. Um, yep, next. At eighth, at $1.56 to make the eight, I've got the Titans. I think they're going to be – every year a, wow. side, a side comes in and a side goes out. Many sides go in, many sides come out. And the Titans are one who their back line is elite. They've got Jaden Campbell. They've got Brimson there. They've got Sat- – The Desi factor is the only thing that yeah, makes well, me well, the on Desi, Desi factor, you, you look at their side from 1 to 17, it's better than most sides. Like they've got an elite forward pack of Fafida. Furmore is back this year. Farmers Sewell mm. Malawi. They've got Forda Waker, Palacea. They've also got, you know, Joloff hanging around and all these other players. I think they're in for a massive For game. me, it's I, I love Foran, but if he can't play a full season, I don't have enough. Like Tanner Boyd's handy, but he's not. Yeah, but you know what happens? If they're if Foran's out for the season, Brimson comes straight into 5A. If Foran's out for one to two weeks, yeah. that doesn't happen. They bring in someone like Tommy Weaver. They do have but, a bit of, yeah. But. Brimson comes into 5'8". Brian Kelly's currently missing the side, so Brian Kelly comes into centre. He's a great player, so I think... Yeah, so maybe Desi will fix whatever it was that they just seemed like they were like a bit of a losing culture side. They seemed to it. have like the, like not the right attitude to play 80 minutes. They, yep. would, they had a good attack in them and stuff, but then they just go... Yeah, Trial I don't the mind w- that. That's a nice smoky, but I can't see it happening with the others. I just, it feels like they should be a top 12 this year. Oh, for sure. For, for the sure. finals. Um, Eighth, who have you got? What, what are we up to? Eighth. I've got the Sharks at 8th. Yep. Um, I've got the Sharks at 7th. The reason I've got the Sharks there, I think they're a real solid side. I just think that struggling against the, the big sides might bring them towards the bottom end of the 8, but I think they could be a – I think anyone in the top 8 is – and even some of these teams missing the 8 are genuine threats to the competition too. You so. know what I think with the Sharks though? I think they're a team that could – it could go either way this year. Like the, I – actually think like all these other sides above them you know they're probably going to finish like lowest 10th maybe maybe 12th but with the sharks i could see it going horribly wrong for them like they leak points like nothing else sometimes and that they've just got to make sure their attitude's correct Mm. and afb coming next year you want to see them go in the right direction who have you got at seventh uh seven i've got the roosters oh no the seagulls um very heavy on Turbo playing at least 15 games or more, hopefully, because I don't think they made the eight when – or they might have in 21. I can't remember. But, yeah, he played 15 games that year. Um, I think the reason I like him there is the Luke Brooks factor. If something, you know, happens to Chezza, I feel like he can guide them around and be their sole dominant guy. I also feel like over the he helps over the origin period as well. So I feel like they're due to have a good year, and I'm excited for Tommy Turbo. For sure. Uh, on to sixth, I have the Parramatta Eels. I think it's a massive bounce back year for the Parramatta Eels. Brad Arthur is severely underrated as a coach, and I think he gets the best out of his edge back rowers. I don't think he quite has what it takes to take them all the way. I think the, the structures kind of land them around the six every year, just about. But I just think Mitchell Moses and with that extra mm. motivation to get that six jersey for the New South Wales side, and Dylan Brown with the extra motivation to back up uh, back up his mess from his mistakes last year, and Gutho's just a goer all the time. So yeah. I think their their spine is elite, and as long as the hooker just gives them service, they're going to be up and around there. Yep. So six, I got the Roosters. 
I could have been happy to just drop them out of the eight just to find space for the others because they're yeah. just disappointed over the start of the yep. season. And that would have been years. a safe play too. Yeah, but I just feel like with that squad, eventually it's got to hit. And if they don't make the eight this year, uh, Robson, uh, what's his buddy Trent Robinson's got to go. Like that, like as much as they, I've heard you just recently sort of say, "Is he an elite coach?" And it made me start to think, like, what, what's he doing there? Like, why? I know they've had been plagued by injuries, particularly t- the twenty twenty two season was quite harsh for them. But yeah, that that they've got the best team on paper. Year in, year out. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'd really like to see them get up there because I think footy's good when the Roosters are good too. At five, I've got the Roosters. I've got the Roosters as well. Who have you got at five? I've got the Warriors. Yep. Um, yeah, I just think they're a really good squad across the yep. – the, they've got a lot of depth as well, cover halves, yep. um, fullback, really love their forwards. I thought they were going to regress a bit. I've dropped them out of the four. And reluctantly, but I think they're very. I think they probably could make the four easily yep. too. Uh, at four, I've got Melbourne. I think with Pappy back this year, he's exactly what they were missing. And they've brought in Sean Bloor this year, shored up their middles. I think he's going to massive addition, and they're always in and around there. Also have the Storm. Uh, the third effect the other day, like they made a they made the top four a fuckload of times out yep. of how many times they've played, which was a yep. pretty impressive stat. Um, yep. I don't know the exact numbers But yeah And they're, they're fucking winners man At like number them. three I've got the Warriors They're $2.90 To make the top four Via pickle bet um, I, Not I had them at Outside the eight Before I did this list And it's before on the weekend But I think what Andrew Webbs, Webbs Has brought there You look at their players From 1 to 17 And they've they're, got stronger they're, they're, They've gotten stronger Sean Johnson Is an elite halfback They've got elite They've just got eliteness everywhere. Yeah, they're, I was and trying to get strong. on the on the start of the year. I was like, oh, can Sean Johnson do it again? But he's only got a couple of years. Yeah. Just do it again. He's he just, can do yeah, it again. Exactly. I can know if he can. And so I, yeah, I've got him at three. What's your third? Uh, my third is the Bunnies. I was wanting to put. The, I was struggling. I want to put them higher, and I also want to put them lower. Um, I, I'm not confident with them at three. I've got a good vibe, just the vibe. But the thing that made me want to put them lower is the Sam Burgess thing saying that they don't train well. If that's a, if they do have that as a bit of an issue there in this sort of competition, I think that's important. You need yeah. to be fucking training your ass off. You need to have good, good culture. You can't have, you know, different and fucked up dynamics within a team. Yep. If they've got rid of all that negative energy, that's a positive. Their side's very, very good. Um, I'm happy with their side to be there. If they fix their issues, they're going to be a real big threat. This their year. middle depth worries me, but they're my number two. You've got the Broncos and we've obviously got Penrith at number one. I got Penrith at one. I tried to actually. I really wanted to put Penrith out of top one. I just yeah out of rank just to try to be not a fucking. I couldn't put anyone else at one to be honest. Uh, it's not because of Penrith and how good they are. They they are good, but I just don't think these other teams have what it takes to go to number one. And I think they'll just they're just covered all year round. Yeah, I, th- I thought we'd find some loss on the way and stuff, and I thought the origin period could be tough, but yeah, I just, I think we're going to be there again. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, top try scorer for the year. I've got AJ. Um, I like it. I think it's it's pretty obvious one. I think he's going to hit the t- two twelve, but I had a backup pick because I think that's just too vanilla. 
think Calm Piera since uh, since I think the Titans yeah. are going to do well with that left side, especially if Dave Fafita comes back and plays on the right side. I think he gets more ball, and he he scored nearly twenty tries or twenty tries last year, so I think he can go one better this year, especially if Fafita's uh, taking it away from him. I'm just going to go Dom Young. Yep. Not going to go back right, at one. Right for the Roosters? Very yeah, good. I like that right wing spot. It's historically a good try spot to score. He scored 25 tries in 25 games last year. Yeah, I like that. Top point scorer. I got Sammy Walker. Wow. Mm. That's massive, bro. That's I reckon that's ridiculous almost. Well, you, you, you're putting him in for some try, like a lot of tries there. Maybe like 10, 11 tries. Nah, Jermaine Osako is a winger. Like, just like if is he's that a who you're going to choose? Yeah, fuck out. Yeah, I think Nick Meany is also smoky as well. Uh, to make the grand final, I've got Penrith at a dollar seventy six versus the Rabbitohs at three dollars seventy five, and the Rabbitohs at seven dollars forty to win the comp. I've got Penrith first, my top four. But if I had to pick one of the top four, it's definitely Brisbane. Yep. Yeah. I think they've got that factor of losing, like how Penrith lost one to the Storm in 2020. Yep. I think they won it bad. I just hope that we don't let them bloody have it. Daily M medal. So I've got them missing the, fo- uh, the top. No, I did have them missing the top five, uh, top four eventually, but I've put them back up. Yeah, yep. okay. Sorry, my bad. Yep. Daily M medal. Yep. Uh, I've got Cleary. I think another one. That is Luttrell that if he's on the field for a long time has I think they're both due one and they're both owed one. Yep. So that's why. But I'm going to go Cleary. I just think if he doesn't win the grand final this year, he'll get daily. If his team doesn't win the grand final, Daliam gets announced before the grand final. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it, oh, because yeah. he's going to get it because of, like, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm just saying I can imagine a world where he's in the second best side. They don't win the grand final, but he's the best player across yep. the but yeah. So it's a Nathan Cleary year. I actually think it's probably a Nathan Cleary year, especially with all the cattle that have left. Um, I really, uh, he's going to get one soon, and it's the last thing he has to tick off. I've got Latrell. I think Latrell's a full season with Latrell. Uh, I think he, he, him, and Cleary and Turbo are the ones that if they just play a full season. They get it. I, my only concern with Cottrell is I reckon there's too many t- people in his side that can take those three points off him, have a better game. That Cody Walker. I- that is an issue, but I, I still think Cam, Cam Lich- Murray. Lich- yeah. I'm Lich- not trying to tell you good. wrong. He's my second guy. Yeah. That's why I'm just more confident with Origin Bolters for this year. <laughs> Origin Bolters. Yep. I've got Jermaine Hopgood. I, I didn't go many Bolters because yeah, I'm looking at both sides and I'm like, they're pretty pretty – they're pretty sad. Obviously, New South Wales with a new coach, so it could go either way. I think Bradman Best will get another run, uh, especially if, you know, Latrell and Tommy, or maybe Tommy goes to fullback. Uh, but if that's not the case, I think Drinkwater. I think he is a massive shout. Uh, Queensland, Reese Walsh and Kalen Ponga have terrorised New South Wales for a long time, and Drinkwater is the closest thing we have to either of them. Yeah, my first one was drink water too. I said if he's lethal and Teddy's not at his best, I think Madge might make that call. But I think he'll give it to Teddy as long as Teddy's not terrible. Um, my next one was Hopgood. Um, I think he was around and around the yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. I think that there might just probably be an injury or something that will just allow him to come through. I don't think he's going to take anyone's role, but I've just got a yep. feeling that, that something that'll present. And I've got 
Hines for 5'8". Um, but then again, I also could see Mitchell Moses. Yep. But I think it would be one of those two boys. I've also got Helam Lukey for the Queensland side. Don't mind that at who, all. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, footy is in Vegas this weekend, and the Manly Seagulls at $2.09 via Picklebet and South Sydney Rabbitohs at $1.72. I'm tipping the Manly Seagulls. Who, which way are you going? Yeah, I'm just going to stick with my original bet. I do think the Bunnies will look a little bit thin in the back line, but I've got Bunnies by one. Sydney Roosters are at $2.35, and the Brisbane Broncos are $1.57. I'm going the Roosters. I think they're... Uh, it's the weekend of the upsets. Fun. Very early on in the season, these odds are skewed because we don't have a form guide. I think the Roosters' side from 1-17 to 17 is just a lot better than the Brisbane Broncos, but the Brisbane Broncos in their key positions, like the front row, Payne Haas, Locke, Pat Carrigan, fullback, Reese Walsh. I mean, Reese Walsh and Teddy can match it, but then there's you know Ezra Mam and... Adam Reynolds versus Sam Walker and Luke Keary. I think Brisbane win there, but the outside backs for the Roosters. If they can put it all together, the Roosters win. I got Broncos by eight. Um, yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, that's kind of it for the show. I've got one more thing. So – I've put together... A We're going to pre- do our tips this year on this show as yeah, well, we'll too. Do- so we'll keep... We have two different ones to start off, well, so that's fun. Well, the difference is with this episode, we've pretty much done all our predictions, so it's taken up the whole episode. What we're going to do is pretty much do our top plays of the week, um, and then we're going to do tips and all that sort of stuff. It'll be more clear once the season starts, but I've got a predicted team of the year right here, and just just tell me... Like it or don't like it? Uh, you can tell me after what you think... But after the podcast on no, the way home? No, or? no after I say <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you yeah, think. Sure. So my predicted team of the year is Latrell at fullback, Khan Piera and Brian Toto on the wings, Valentine Holmes, and I think Talakai is in for a big year at the centre. Dylan Brown is my 5'8". Nathan Cleary is my halfback. I've got Payne Haas and Jason Taumalolo in my front row for a bounce-back year. Harry Grant at number nine. Helam Lukey and David Fafida in the back row. And I think Cameron Murray is going to get that lock of the year award this year. I don't know if you're looking for clickbait or anything like that. There's a few of them in there. So like, I, I was kind of big on Lolo preseason and you were like, no, nah, fuck Lolo. And now he's the prop of the year? Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and Talakai? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I reckon the centre of the year is going to be like Roger Tulva, like be one of the guys oh. we're tossing up for super coach. It'll be Herbie. It'll be like one of these new, like Herbie, RTS. It could be Hammer. It could, oh, there's so many it could be. Like, no, I don't reckon it'll be Jack Whiten. He's a good shout. Yeah, I don't know. It could be him. There's a lot of mad centers going around at the moment. It's ridiculous. Like, you've got Brimson there. You've got, like, Tago and May, who could still have massive years. Tomoko's a bit of a smoky. He's just a gun. I love him. There's so many good centers at the moment. And then there's a lot of like guys that are sort of older blokes that are still mad guns like 
gay guy and stuff like yeah. that. Well, Val Holmes. I, I just have a feeling about Talakai. I don't like Campier either for that one. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll come have a look at back at this later on in the year. I'll clip this up and see how we go. Anyway, cheers for tuning in this week. Good luck with your footy this week. I'm very excited. And uh, good luck with your punch.